0: Hey, welcome to How to Save the World. I'm Waverly Warth, and I'm here with...
1: Tim Bat. Pleasure to meet you on this. Our one year anniversary? Yeah, and final episode for season one. Pretty fantastic.
0: I think we're pretty pleased with ourselves.
1: Yeah, and I think we've got a right to be getting an episode out every single week without fail for 52 weeks. Mm-hmm. That is an accomplishment. Yeah, Cheers, wave. Save.
0: Yeah, here's to you, Tim. Back at ya so and two of our listeners too we wouldn't be here without you guys and um yeah it's been a great journey so we're keen to continue but we're going to take a break about a three-month break we thought yeah and uh, we'll be using that time to work out what we can do. Season we're two.
1: Have a think, have a plan, see if we would like to make some changes. Yeah, we'll make re- some changes. Yeah, we'll
0: make some. We're not going to reinvent the wheel, I don't think. Yeah. Um, it'll still be a podcast show.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start from that.
0: Um, but we're really keen on your ideas, your, your thoughts. Yeah. Um,
1: So keen, in fact, that I have written a survey um, that we would love for you to fill out to let us know what you liked, what you didn't, what you think we could bring in going forward to make this the best possible version of a sustainability podcast that you want to listen to every single week. So the uh, link is in the show notes for this episode, and it would be fantastic if you could fill that out. And you go in the draw to win a Prezi card if you do as well.
0: Awesome. Love Prezi cards.
1: Aren't they the best? So it's simple. Like, it's like cash, but it isn't. But it is. But it isn't.
0: So shall we, I mean, this is basically just a little sign out sort of an eep, isn't it? But yeah. um, be cool to reflect.
1: It's always important when you hit a milestone to do a little bit of reflection. Yeah.
0: yeah. So if I think back to our very first episode, um, and we had some ideas around what we wanted this podcast to be, um, at which... I think it's good always to think back through for our listeners as well. It's 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 about exploring pathways to a sustainable future. So it's not just talking abstractly about things that we could be doing, and particularly it's things that a pathway that we can step onto right now. Um, so they're not, I don't know. And that was there was definitely my hope that we would be having practical conversations that leave people feeling empowered, not just sort of hopeful or frustrated or whatever. Um, but but quite practical stuff. So I don't know. Can we tick that box off, Tim?
1: <laughs> I'm going to give us a B yeah. for that across the series as a whole. I think there's some important information that you can't shy away from and not all of it is super empowering when you first hear it.
0: That's true. Eh?
1: Um, so
0: Especially some of those deep dives we've done.
1: Yeah, big time.
0: Yeah, but I, I'm going to give us a. Ooh, B plus A minus because mm-hmm. I feel like almost every episode has had a focus on um, people being like on people being able to make a change themselves yes. rather than I don't think there's been too much sort of abstracted conversation about the government should be doing this or that
1: yeah but not if, helpful mm, I don't well, think well
0: at the end of the day we're all empowered people um so right B plus maybe for that, <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing of course was um, to give us New Zealanders uh, something that was contextual for us, because mm-hmm. uh, especially um, like some of the energy stuff or meat eating stuff, it's almost always overseas facts that we're hearing, um, and yeah, I think we've had a lot of NZ content.
1: Absolutely, particularly yeah. the recycling episode comes to mind because even. Like, internationally, it's so complicated. But even within our borders, it depends on what bit of the mm, islands that you live on. Mm, true. If you're true. in Christchurch, if mm, you're in Wellington, mm, if you're in Auckland, mm, different mm, story.
0: Mm. Um, we've covered heaps, eh? From, like, greenwashing, fair trade, microplastics. Um, it's been a cool journey. So, Tim, tell us, what have you learned? Or, I, or what's changed for you personally?
1: Well, th- your first question, what have I learned? I've learned so much. It would take um, several hours for, for me, even just off the top of my head, I reckon I could I could go for ages and ages. I've learned so much stuff through the course of this podcast. Mm. But to what I think you correctly identified as maybe, the more important question, what have I changed? changed yeah. I actually think I've changed quite a lot. So, um, I mean, the day-to-day stuff is, is things as small as kicking off the compost here at the flat so that we reduce the amount of food. Well, we've kind of eliminated um, all the food waste that we can that isn't packaging from going to the landfill. Brilliant. And then um, more recently off the back of our How to Do a Winter Garden episode, Mm. uh, actually then (laughs) finally taking that compost after lockdown ended and I was able to go out and get a couple of tools and um, transferring that into a spot in the garden and, and starting to grow a couple of things in there. Brilliant. Um. Focusing on organic everything at the supermarket—that's huge. I think the next st- and and also like reducing packaging and, and looking for better packaging than other stuff. And I think the next step for me will actually be reducing going to the supermarket at all and trying to get to more like refilleries and yeah. Those
0: sorts of It'd be really interesting to compare our footprints at this stage because it sounds like it just. That sounds very similar to where I'm at too. I spoke to someone after lockdown who said that their big thing is to just completely get out of supermarkets. They've spent they've spent time researching stuff and they're pretty close anyway and they just have now discovered a few more local things and It's and, pretty yeah.
1: possible. It's like really it's,
0: possible. Yeah.
1: Especially where I am, I'm like spoiled for choice. I really should have done it by now. But yeah.
0: Mm, it's all just habits, hey?
1: It is. Yeah. I think as well when you're in a flat, when you're in a shared living space, it's a little bit harder because everyone's doing their own thing yeah. anyway. Yeah. So it's kind of, if you've got your own household, I think it would be a bit, a bit easier to control. make that yeah, yeah. decision.
0: Yeah. Um, you've ditched tea bags, which is something we've talked about before. And um, you've changed your household cleaners. Yes. How about me?
1: How you about ask? you? I do ask.
0: Well... I learned a lot too, uh, a lot Uh, particularly for me the palm oil thing, the clothing and the soil were all really new topics Um, and it's interesting my behaviour didn't change um, because of old habits that I had around like with the palm oil, I was avoiding it anyway through buying zero waste.
1: You were a legend going in and you are a legend coming out. <laughs> no change needed.
0: Um, and with the clothing, I was buying secondhand anyway, again because of like, zero waste stuff. And I guess I had a sense anyway of um, what are some of those other reasons why you might be avoiding new cheap clothing. Um, and with the soil... I was already buying organic because I had a, again, I just had a sense, but it was getting into it, I think, and discovering a bit more around the why of stuff. And then interestingly, the um, that six item challenge I did, which was really spontaneous. This Just early, refresh
1: people's memory for those who don't remember. That uh,
0: was just before, it was in March, so it started off with a big, bang, um, where it was all about only just choosing six items of clothing, full stop, like, you know, underwear and stuff aside, um, that you had to wear for the entire month. Didn't matter if you are at the beach or at, you know, your niece's 21st or a board meeting or whatever. So that was a huge big deal. And, of course, the funny thing is that the month ended up in lockdown. It just didn't <laughs> yeah. matter. You could be in your pyjamas all day. But that has really kicked off a process for me. It's like percolating away where – I'm thinking. I really want to somehow crack this wardrobe thing. It's like my solution has just been buying second hand, but mm. um, the reality for me is that I'm missing basics out of the wardrobe, and it's quite. Hard, I'm finding it quite hard to solve that. So I'm really that's something I'm really really thinking about at the moment, um, and I'd like to spend heaps more time cracking it, like how to do it ethically as well as consciously mm. like the op shopping is like ethically but almost like just really haphazard for right. me anyway um i always find it's like uh, when i'm op shopping i find the the fun things as opposed to the basic stuff and i end up with like these 70 odd items that's in my wardrobe so and trying so hard to work make things work a lot, of, coats, matches, yeah. lot of jackets yeah tops, not a lot of t-shirts, crazy colors yeah. yeah 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 so anyway that's i guess um And then I think for us, perhaps, and our listeners, the whole COVID thing has obviously hit us. It's been a big event um, over the course of this podcast. And um, in some ways, I feel like it's consolidated what we're saying or our learning. uh, And in a few
1: different ways. Like, number one, I think it's given everyone a little time and breathing space to have a think about how we're living. Yeah.
0: Yeah, myself, definitely.
1: But then it's also enforced a couple of cool things like, well, sustainably beneficial things like we can't do international travel Mm -hmm. and everyone's had to rethink if going to that meeting is actually worth it when you could just do a zoom or a skype call yeah that's
0: top of my list as well as, as i've kind of for years i've been in this headspace of knowing that my carbon footprint was too high through travel but being able to afford it and just finding it so hard to reframe it and, and miss out, feeling like you're missing out by not doing all these things. Um, and now I'm much more aligned. I feel I just don't want to be travelling so much. And and also the whole local thing and resilience that around having you know like a green swap or um, a community garden or just the local all the local butchers and shops and things. That's all making heaps of sense too.
1: COVID mainly bad but an opportunity
0: yeah it's a reset opportunity aim
1: um did you want to talk about any like themes because i've got a couple in my head that have that have just just come kind of popped out again and again these things that repeat across different subject matters that we tackle i
0: really do because i don't like that spaghetti of here's another tip here's another thing here's another disastrous fact it's like what are the what's the the one take home thing and that was something we talked about actually in that first step Um, so yeah things that have popped out for me is I've got a bigger sense now after a year of doing this around the importance of buying local it's almost like you could just focus on that yeah and everything else would sort of come right
1: definitely yeah I'll add to that and i did mention it before but the buying organic yeah actually that was my the
0: next thing on my list i feel like you
1: probably knew that going into this and i was aware of it but didn't really uh know what it meant in particular or knew how important it was
0: i think we have to keep reminding ourselves i'm speaking for myself reminding ourselves why it's really important because it's often more expensive Mm. and I, i i can just Forget. Yeah. And actually the inconvenience of it too. It's great if I've got some good systems in place. But if I don't, like the things I mostly buy organic are the things I can buy in a supermarket that are organic. Yeah. Like olive oil and eggs and milk and butter. There's a whole bunch of stuff you can get in a supermarket organically, but to be a hundred percent organic requires that it's almost like doing that zero waste challenge of just of that vigilance and and being planned and so that's why it's really good to keep reminding ourselves eh, why we're doing it
1: you got to be a bit intentional about it all
0: yeah yeah
1: um well one thing this isn't a theme necessarily but it struck me that it's really cool in the sustainability under the kind of umbrella of it that there's there's i'm gonna mix up so many metaphors here there's so many pathways to get into this thing yeah and it's like whatever your specific field of interest can be if you really track it and think about it and look into it investigate it you can track it into sustainability so like if you are a coffee lover then you can look into the impact of disposable cups or the supply chain of the coffee itself. If you're interested in social justice or poverty or social issues, you can look at how these huge monopolistic companies have taken over smaller farms and community operations around the place. Um, if you love travel, you can you can start having a research into what the impact of um, aviation and car. Travel does to the planet So there's just all these ways of like If you can find your little inn And just start researching that a little bit Mm. It opens you up to this whole Interconnected world of issues Which all share the same principles I
0: agree Because for me it was through zero waste So at first just focused 100% On only whether the item was covered in plastic or not Like not how it was farmed Or what toxins were used Or what the label content was Or anything like that But it starts you down these different pathways to make other choices easier. But also, sometimes even if you don't think about that other stuff, it just by default happens. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. I, I love that. It's a, it's, it's a complex system that needs to shift. Um, but on the other hand, because it's so, it's like this domino thing. You like you say, you can hit it from almost any angle, and there'll be this domino effect through the whole thing.
1: And I think that's the thing I would love for listeners to sort of latch onto is that the myriad complicated issues with all of this stuff. But if you can just pick the thing you're really interested yeah, in and follow it that. through, you'll probably find out about them.
0: Because the skills you get from just, say, researching coffee yeah. um, or making some choices. Like, for example, you go, oh, where can I buy it? And then, oh, hello, you've discovered all of New Zealand's organic shops
1: yeah. and all of that. Or and what's happening locally
0: in your area. and oh.
1: What certification looks like yeah. and why that's important and I can apply exactly. that to other stuff. It's cool. Yeah, it is.
0: Um, Highlights and standouts, Tim?
1: Man, I can't go past the soil episode. I really loved that. That and recycling and coffee are probably my favorites because I kind of – I love learning new stuff and they were just such good um, deep dives into subjects. Awesome. The soil one was so surprising to me as well. Just the impact of soil and the importance and what we're doing to it and –
0: I think that's got to be one of my favourite because it's my learning curve, you know. For we my- thought it
1: was going to be boring. Do you remember that? We yeah, were like, yeah, dirt. yeah. We we're essentially doing yeah. an episode on dirt, yeah. and then we were both just blown away. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, amazing. Um, and for me, my standouts were actually kind of the. A- the emotional I guess like the times I remember this like losing it, laughing that was actually in the recycling app where I got the giggles I don't know how much of that you had to edit out I just couldn't talk kept for it about ain't. a minute did you damn <laughs> it
1: I get most of it it
0: was bloody funny anyway um, just being able to
1: with your number ones finally, and number twos yeah
0: just finally relate after 10 years in the industry to the humour yeah of all these professional people talking about ones and twos very earnestly <laughs> Um also Miriam Kamo when she came in um how that I really loved the um being able to talk shop with living zero waste and how we we found out that we both had this initial shame of bringing your own containers and the crack up there was when we asked her what the one thing is that she suggests people do she's like oh bring your own containers
1: <laughs> the thing that always stuck with me from that episode was the family cloth i'll oh, never forget that term as yeah, long as yeah. i live <laughs> i think i lost it
0: then as well so family cloth for those who didn't catch that episode as a as an actual piece of fabric that's reusable in the toilet you use it instead of toilet paper so you 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 use it once put it in a wee bin and then it all gets washed and sanitized and reused just like a reusable nappy really and I just no it's just all (laughs)
1: that was where you met your barrier yeah oh absolutely and to (laughs)
0: just to be clear for those of you won't be catching up on that episode Mariyama was on the same side of that conversation is us she wasn't um, <laughs> suggesting it um also i think the other thing for me um was the young people that we caught up with this year and just um the caliber of 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 um we had sophie hanford luke we jong um and of course it was kind of the year that everybody heard of greta um timberi for the first time and uh, I don't know, I guess I'm connecting in with that as an emotional sort of a thing because seeing the world from their perspective and just how sort of stalwart they are about it and it's just a very different world that they're going into and what I'm seeing in that generation is just not what I saw in my own going through and so that there's a real emotional connection for me too talking with these amazing young people.
1: Being in my early 30s I think my generation We got the first exposure To the internet Through pretty much The whole time We were growing up But we kind of We used it for jokes <laughs> And funny videos And memes But this generation Of teenagers And slightly older Who are coming through now They're doing it right They're actually like Finding out about issues And doing research mm. And figuring out How to, how to do mm, it properly mm, Which mm. is so cool Yeah it's awesome We're two from here Wave?
0: Well wow. It's almost uh. blue skies
1: isn't it? We're going to, as we mentioned, take a breather, consolidate, learn. We need desperately the good intel from you yeah give us the lowdown guys um give it give us the review so the link to the survey is in the show notes um in this episode and uh we will use that directly to inform um what the future of the show is and i would like to take the opportunity to say thank you so much for listening to us and contributing as well um we've had so many messages and posts and comments um especially on our facebook facebook.com slash how to save the world and uh, we just love it when people get in touch and it's so great um, to see that there's so many people out there listening to these
0: oh and special shout out to our international listeners too we've got such a strong New Zealand focus but we're getting messages from all around the world of people that are listening in and it's really I don't know if they're expats but it's yeah it's so encouraging so if that's you, there's thank, the internet you. For thank you, wave. you. Great. Just,
1: there's no barrier to entry that's right
0: doesn't matter where you are you're awesome you're Indeed. awesome, Tim.
1: Hey, you're awesome too, Waveney. So thank you very much for um, taking me on this journey as well. I have learned so much from you. Oh, so and thanks for coming
0: great. on the journey. A Wouldn't pleasure. have a show without you.
1: Good to be here. And we will see you all in like three months. We See
0: ya, see ya.